Hey everyone, this is Future Bryce here. Uh, you are about to enjoy uh, Season 2, Episode 2, Nezzy Classified Discussion on Pepper Alleys and Lunch. Before you do so, just a little bit of context. Uh, Ren and I went live last night uh, and did this show on Facebook. Uh, while we did it, we were going to play Club Penguin. It was going to be a whole thing. It was going to be a ton of fun. Unfortunately, my computer had a lot of issues while we were recording live. So, um... So therefore, uh, we were able to get the full audio, luckily, so we're worried about that. So this episode does contain the full audio. Um, there are bits and pieces, though, of, uh, like, some us, like, trying to troubleshoot live within this podcast. So I just wanted to kind of apologize in advance for that. Um, and if you do want to watch us uh, completely, like, kind of melt down live on uh, the video stream, like, watch it as well. Um, you can watch it on our Facebook channel. Okay, otherwise, go ahead and enjoy the show. Thank you, everyone. In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that will help you survive your commute or workday. Welcome to Bryce and Ren and Nedzi Classified School Survival Guide, Season 2, Episode 2, Discussion. Ren, tonight you and I will be discussing, uh, what is it? Uh, shoot, my it's document a- is blank, Ren. Pep rallies and lunches. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, tonight we are live on our Facebook. Uh, we decided to do a surprise, surprise, late night uh, show. And so we are live here doing that. Um, Ren, how are you doing? How's it going? I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm excited to be on Club Penguin. I'm, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the shenanigans we get ourselves into. Yes, um, anything can happen on Club Penguin. <laughs> I don't think that's true. There's a filter and everything. Never so. mind. There's a filter. Yeah. Are you typing that right now? Yeah, I'm typing. So a fun thing about Club Penguin, Ren, is that. Um, is that you can always see everything you type, but if it doesn't pass through the filter, others can't see it. Interesting. I did not see what you typed. All right. <laughs> How about this? Yes. Yeah, that made All it. All right. All that right. That made it. So, yes. Uh, so Ren and I, we're going to be bursting each other in some uh, yeah. Connect Four and uh, I believe sled is sled racing. Yeah. Um, while we talk about this episode of Nedzy Classified. We have our Club Penguin points up on the board and we'll be uh, tallying the night away um, to see how things go. So we'll start off with some Connect Four, but Ren, we are not here to talk about Club Penguin. Instead, we are here to talk about season two, episode two of Nedzy Classified. Ren, what did you think of this episode? What I think about pep rallies and lunches? Yeah. Eh, it was okay. It wasn't as good as the season two premiere. Yeah. I felt like um, it, was a, it was a dip in quality. So uh, I agree. I think that it was doing a lot more like table setting for season two. Um, I think some of the characters feel like um, they were almost completely different people. Kind of. Yeah. Um, The one I'm thinking of is like Susie Crabgrass felt very um, 
different yeah to me in this um in that like okay we're seeing that she changes mm-hmm. but i don't think the change is necessarily earned mm-hmm. um through no it, it feels like mm-hmm. i can almost see why the writers would do it if they're gonna give her a bigger presence they need to make her make her more sympathetic yeah yeah and she's still with loomer right but we don't we didn't get any hint of that yeah we didn't in this week's episode no um so we're gonna open this episode up ren um with mitzi who is um was previously like Susie's sidekick right i think i think this is a different character mm, i'm pretty because sure the other character is bitsy i'm pretty sure and this it's the same actress i think mm, i you don't think, think you, so i okay oh no, i it's definitely not okay it's a different actress uh i am bitsy shook is, bitsy is played by elizabeth johnson yeah it's only four episodes of season one this is Missy. Wow. She is... Yeah, she is Missy. But she feels... She, so the, the reason I thought they were the same, Ren, she fills the same role. Yeah, like, functionally, she's the same character. So I'm, I can only assume they couldn't get Bitsy's actress mm-hmm. back for season yep. two. Okay. And instead, they then um, went ahead and made, made this character. Yeah. Okay. Um... So she is the head cheerleader. She's all in on cheerleading, Ren. Um, and she is going to uh, be here to introduce the concept of pepper alleys, uh, along with Wolfie, who were you surprised to see that our own Ned Bigby is going to be Wolfie? He wants to skip class all day and be a yeah. wolf all night. <laughs> yeah, is that... Um, I don't think that that's a real benefit of being the mascot. So Ned wants to be the mascot. I, I was surprised to see him in it because he learns that he gets to skip all day. Which is, that doesn't feel like a real added benefit. That would, that would never happen in a real school. No. You get to skip all day so you can be a wolf. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Ren, um, would you, um, what would you do to be a wolf? What would I do to be a wolf? Yeah, what would you give to be a wolf? I don't know. I don't want, I like being a human. Yeah. I like being regular. Um, are wolves and coyotes... Have you ever seen um, a coyote? Have I Have I ever seen a coyote? Yeah, I've yeah. seen a bunch. Have you seen a wolf? I've never seen a wolf. They could be the same. They I was just gonna... Guy. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> pitching that it could be the same person. <laughs> uh, the person who plays coyotes could be the same person who plays wolves. Or... I, in... <laughs> I actually had a very scary experience with coyotes growing up. Oh, what, what, what happened? So there are a bunch of coyotes in Tewksbury, where I grew mm-hmm. up. And one time, so anytime I would hang out with my friends, I lived in a condo complex and I would always like, uh, walk down. It was like a, it was like eight different like condo houses, Mm -hmm. eight different like units. And we lived in like the very last one at the end of like the drive. So whenever I would hang out with my friends, I'd always walk all the way down to like the driveway for their car there. There's also like a little field behind the garages that I would just kill time in sometimes. Yeah. One time we were going to go to the movies and it was really late. And I went outside to just wait. I went by the fields and I saw a pack of coyotes. Oh my goodness. Just like completely still, just there. And I have never felt like my heart sinks so fast. That sounds terrifying. So what did you do? I walked away. Nothing happened. Okay. Like nothing ended up happening, but I walked away like very still, very carefully. Just mm-hmm. watched at the end of the drive and waited for them to come. Like, um... Like in Jurassic Park, like with the T-Rex, it's like you got to move very slowly. Or like Jurassic Park 2 when the T-Rex is hanging out in Boston. 
Um, it's not Boston. No, but it's a city. It is a city. <laughs> oh, I don't think he goes to Boston. Uh, and where back he goes to New York. Do you, would you rather you want to do like a New York minute, like Mary Kay and Ashley? Well, no, no I'm, I, I'm okay. All I'm thinking about Ren is, so you said the T the T Rex in Jurassic Park, the Lost World, went yeah. to Boston, which isn't yeah. true, but let's buy it for a second. All right. Uh, I was saying in the movie Where Back. Are you familiar with Where Back? Is it, no. What is that? Okay, okay. That's that's why it's an animated movie about a dinosaur that visits New York. Like My Little Dinosaur, Pixar. Dinosaur <laughs> and his boy. The little, the good dinosaur. The good dinosaur. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, what I'm thinking of is what cities have dinosaurs not visited in media? In media, yeah. Hmm. I bet a dinosaur has never visited Pelham. I mean, that's probably true. <laughs> Pelham's not really a city, though. You, what about Danvers? Has a has a has a dinosaur ever been to Danvers? Uh, I don't think so. So. But in media, no, no. So maybe maybe the next like Jurassic World could be. Yeah, they'll set it in Danvers. It could be. It's never um, been done. No, and you want to know it's never been done, Ren? What? Uh, uh, Ned getting hit in the face so many times in a single day. Yeah, he gets and punched a lot this episode. He gets punched so much in this episode, Ren. Um, so that's gonna be like Ned's storyline of this episode. <laughs> Just get getting attacked every Isn't so it? often. Like I, he had nothing else going for him in this episode, which is weird for our the main character of our show. Uh, Bryce, can you make your move? Yeah. Well, I was waiting for you. I didn't realize you made it. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna be his whole thing. Loomer's gonna walk up to him, straight up punch him. Yeah. Just smack him. Yeah. Because uh, he hates the pep rally. <laughs> um. And now Cookie is going to be super Cookie. He has a cape. He has a helmet. He's greener than usual. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. That's gonna be our like cold open. They're gonna look at him. He's gonna look like uh. I wrote Daredevil Daniel. Um. <laughs> uh, which is not. But who was I thinking of? You're thinking of Evil Knievel. Yes. Not you. Daredevil Daniel. All right. That's one point for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I was. Give my thinking point. Right. Give my point. I'll add it in a second. Right. Right. Give my point. I, I don't Red. want you to forget. I will add it. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, I was thinking of Evil Knievel. So, hey, can you um, my point. Yeah, you got your point. Don't worry. So he's gonna be um, here. He's gonna be his main thing is going to be that he is. Uh, he wants to do a. Uh, he's super cookie. He wants to do a jump off a trampoline at the pep rally. And then fly 50 feet in the air and close it with a slamajama. Have you ever felt that it was your personal moral responsibility to fix your school's pep rallies? Uh, no. <laughs> it's interesting or, that Ned, Cookie, and Moe's all take it upon themselves. To the point where, like, we get a, um, not to jump ahead, but, like, we get a montage in this episode, rent of Ned, Cookie, and Moe's, like, actively, like, with sad music. Like real bumming because the pep rally is not going to go how they want it to go. It's so weird. It's it's not relatable. It isn't relatable at all. Yeah. Um. So, Cookie, for whatever reason, that's his his like mission here. Right. He's gonna fix the pep rallies. Good game. <laughs> and then, um, 
so that's what he's gonna do and also i was really thrown off because i felt like we were supposed to know the whole time what slamma jamma meant you feel like, like we were supposed to know yeah was it just assumed that we knew that slamma jamma meant like a slam dunk i guess i didn't really think about it yeah i'm looking at the, the game yeah i can tell <laughs> so okay so then we have uh, Cookie wants to do this like uh, trampoline jump. He's going to jump off a mini trampoline and then do a slam dunk. And then we have Cookie who's going to be uh, convinced that. Uh, so Cookie gets asked, How did you get clearance to do this at the pep rally, Ren? How? Uh, How did he, Bryce? He went to. Uh, so he went behind Missy's back, literally. So Missy went to talk to Coach Durga about it and Durga was like um like this doesn't sound like a good idea and Missy's like Cookie's gonna break all of the bones in his body if he does this essentially and the coach Durga and then he'll have to miss your gym class and you wouldn't want that right coach Durga and that's when coach Durga smiles imagining Cookie unable to be in her gym class and approves approves cookie doing this incredibly risky stunt at the pep rally this um, isn't in line with coach durga's character if you ask me it doesn't no so like she's mean but she's not like i'm okay with my student getting hurt and like mean. season one kind of established like it established her as someone who wanted her students to succeed on some level Mm-hmm. yeah so it doesn't really land for me no, this is like she's okay with um, cookies. Uh, cookies risk here. Uh, I thought it was like, even though it's not Coach Durga, I thought it was a funny, like thing. Yeah, that that funny. The reason, it's a funny joke. Reason why Cookie gets to do it is because Coach Durga is just straight up mean, um, which he isn't. But like, that's what we get here. Yeah. Um, and so then we have. Um, Moe's who has to give so Moe's storyline is she has to give a pep speech because she's the captain of a sports team right mm. that's like a thing that captains do yeah you 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 know, you know how at every every pep rally the captain of each sports team comes mm-hmm. up and has to give a speech which i why or else <laughs> i but like but why it's it's I, to give everyone pep yeah but it's like so at your high school, Ren, like when I had pep rallies at my high school, they were always exactly how they're portrayed as being boring in this show. With like, yeah. it would literally be the captains would come up, they would say nothing of anyone's interest. They'd be like, hey, everyone, like the football team's been doing great this year. We'd love to see you come to support the homecoming team the football game. Uh, so go get them. Yeah, I, I never had any remote interest in my school's pep rallies. But, like, how did this tradition start? At what point were, like, these speeches, did people actually want to hear from the captains? It, it, you know, like, the Rudy of it all. Meet the Giants. <laughs> we are the Giants. What's that sports movie? Um, the Little Giants. Uh, Mighty Joe Young. Remember the Giants. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. That's what it was. Was it? That's what I thought. Yeah. What about, um, what about Remember the Titans? Uh, like those kinds of movies. They fueled a culture of we got to make high school sports important. 
Yeah. So everyone's got to talk to the, you know, got to talk to the captain. <laughs> Friday night lights. Okay. Friday so that, that's why we have, that's why we have these like these big speeches. Exactly. Everyone okay. watch Friday night lights. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's so good. Red, I forgot that you watched that. It's a great show. Yeah. You have no clue how many people in my life I have to talk about Friday night lights with and have to say like, it's a genuinely good show. Bryce and Ren in just season two of Friday night lights. Just Bryce and Renna, just the murder plot of <laughs> Friday Night Lights. It's been years since I've watched Friday Night Lights. That'd be a fun one to watch. Yeah, give it a rewatch. Give it a rewatch. They got um Jesse Jesse Plemons in it, and um, what's his face? Matt Morrison was just in um the show. There was a Halloween show on Netflix about vampires. What we do in the shadows. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> so um. Okay, so that's what we have going on with Moe's. Moe's has to give this speech. She doesn't want to. They've always been boring. Uh, Ned suggests, Brent, you brainstorm with other captains. Okay. And Moe's is, like, amazed at how good of an idea this is. She's blown away. So, um, before she does that, though, Gordy is going to meet up with Cookie and give his two cents for <laughs> how to improve this idea, right? So Gordy is going to present to Cookie a super cookie launching system, the Nitro Tramp 5000, um, which is essentially just a giant trampoline. And Gordy is so proud of it. He built it using the same springs as the astronauts use. And Cookie asks what for. And Gordy says he's already shared too much. So Gordy doesn't want to talk about what the springs are normally used for. Um, This was Gordy. Oh, sorry, you go. Oh, I, I was just going to say, this was Gordy at his most absurd. Yes, I thought the sequence was great. Gordy yeah. coming in to save the day with an astronaut technology trampoline. He's he's so proud of it. And the reason he does is because we see Cookie practicing with like the mini trampoline and it's it doesn't do anything. Um, So then Gordy gets this and he's so proud of it. Uh, so proud, in fact, that he's like, why don't we give it a test run? But uh, by we, I mean me. Why don't I give it a test run? Um, and he does. He does, and he. I'm sorry. I'm so invested in our game right now. You, you shouldn't be, Ren. I the, know. It's it, the the podcast is the goal. The game it's getting, is it's secondary. So tense, Bryce. It's okay. <laughs> um. So Gordy is gonna do this jump on the trampoline, Ren. I right. did you like the little CGI here? What'd you think of it? Um. I didn't mind how just low budget it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of bold to just like <laughs> go straight for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super bold. Um, and so we're gonna get Gordy, like I can you describe it, Red? Because I I don't even know how to describe it. Okay. So Gordy runs at the trampoline, he jumps, he does like three flips in the air. He doesn't so much, like, crash through the ceiling as he just kind of, like, teleports through it. We don't see it, but there's no real crash and nothing falls down. But he lands outside the school. Mm -hmm. Fine. Alive. Yep. Uh, he, he, like... (laughs) Yeah, it it feels like he doesn't stop spinning. That's the part that throws me real off. Yeah, it's the loops midair. Yes. Um... And so he's going to go ahead and um, hold on. I'm just pulling up the 
I'm gonna need to stop the share. I'm trying to change the uh, the score. So he's going to then um, test it. It's gonna go bad, whatever. Uh, but oddly enough, this scene doesn't impact anything else that we really see in the rest of the episode. Not really. It's just kind of here to establish what Cookie's gonna do, I guess. Yeah, just let us know that Cookie's about to launch himself through um, through the ceiling, right? Um, uh, Bryce, I figured out we can play another uh, multiplayer game. Uh, what is that? We can play Moncala if we go to the coffee shop. So it is not in here. It's not in here? It's not in here. No. No, it doesn't function in Club Penguin Rewritten. No, we can go to the Snow Hill, though. What the, the Club Penguin Rewritten website told me. It's not there. Damn it. Where are the sleds? That's right. Uh, right, right here. Okay. Yeah. You can just... Uh, yeah. Okay. How do we play? Uh, you just move. I think WA... Uh, I don't know. WASD does nothing for me. I'm using the... Oh, the actual arrows. Okay. okay all right. So... <laughs> I like this one. No one's going to listen to this episode, right? What are you talking about? I'm saying because we're like, we're we're talking exclusively about Club Penguin and like Ned's is secondary at the home. Ned's is, Ned's is getting there. We're getting some Ned's out. We got Gordy on the trampoline. He did a bunch of flips. We're racing right now. This is a, uh, it's like a variety show. It's like SNL. <laughs> We got a, we got, we did the monologue. The host is going to do a few skits. Then Pink's going to come up, do a song, and we're going to go back to more sketches. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. And just keep going there. Cause I can't, uh, I lost my meeting controls. So this, <laughs> this zoom, just an FYI, this zoom is, uh, out of control. I'm not even racing against you. They put me up against, uh, someone else. They did? Yeah. All right. There we go. Yeah. Let me do that. Let me do that. Okay. There you go. Okay. Ren. Let's get yeah. uh, back to Ned's. All Moses right. is going to go talk to Seth. Right? Yeah. Because ultimately, uh, she wants to collaborate with the other captains to get a good speech going. Okay. So she's going to go to Seth. Uh, Seth is going to present a speech. He's going to, it's going to be a bad speech, but he's going to say, do you know what? Uh, people only like speeches that rhyme. And hilariously enough, uh, his speech that he presented did not rhyme. Hold on. I had it written down. Let me pull it Yeah. Uh, let's uh, hear it for the wolves. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then Moses is like, why? Like, why would you do that? And he just says, because I, uh, people like speeches that rhyme. But it doesn't oh. rhyme, Seth. Um, yeah, so that's uh, the first of Seth's great moments in this episode tonight. I really liked the Seth moment we got later on in the show. Me too. Um, and then we get um, this other captain who we've never seen before, who is like totally on board with what um, what is being said by Moe's. And then we learn that she like doesn't speak English. She's a foreign exchange um, student from Paraguay, which is... They mentioned Paraguay in the season one finale, right? They Is that where they said the weasel? I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I wonder if the show has connections to Paraguay. <laughs> like the um, government? Yeah, yeah. Like, they have to mention Paraguay a few times each some season. Funding. funding. Yeah. All yeah, right, I can see it. Yeah. Because um, they definitely have... Um, we definitely do see, see some of that here. Um, where... This poor captain is here. Moses is going to be so rude. 
Um, and then, yeah, it's just not good. You're going to like it when we come out and spike it, Bryce. They're going to like it when we come out and spike it. Yeah, that's the uh, the alternative pitch that Moe's gives. It rhymes, right? It rhymes, but, you know, the kids don't want the rhyme. So it's fine. Um, yeah, and so then, ultimately, the kids in the stand rock. They deserve a cheer. That's how um, Coconut Head and Martin Squirrely. Well, okay, so uh, that's what Coconut Head and Lisa Zima were going to say. Martin Squirrely drafted a full-on... Um, like I don't even know how to how to say it, Randy. Like he has his own guide. That's right. It's like a hundred and one ideas for pep rally improvement or something. Yeah. Also, his voice has deepened considerably between seasons. Um yeah. Who's Martin Squirrelies? Yeah. Yeah, it has. So it makes his fast pace like very, very difficult to pull off. Um, so he's going to present that he has this whole book of ideas, but unfortunately, uh, Mitzi is very against the ideas, Ren. She hates them. She hates them all. And she like walks over and didn't she like jump onto the table with other cheerleaders? And then we get a weird angle of them looking down on us. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They're the, the queens of the school, the queens of pep. They rule. Absolutely not. Um, so they're going to... Uh, say no to these ideas and then this is when we get the strangest montage in Nedzi Classified that we've ever seen yeah I wasn't crazy about this was like the first montage I didn't like because it it, like had the the mood of it is like somber yeah it's really weird Mm -hmm. it's sad um and then they're going to go ahead and show like Moe's looking around and seeing like kids throughout the school who aren't into the pep I yeah guess. she's like walking around writing in her notebook then cookie trips then ned gets gets punched then cookie yeah. trips then ned gets kicked with a can it's very weird the whole montage is very strange i was not into it i was Me not either. a fan um and so then it's gonna end and they're all gonna look at each other and be like oh we figured it out but it's like i mean i know you and i don't normally like montages that much no but they've been working for neds they have been working for neds like the music is usually is usually pretty nice Mm -hmm. the uh the character stuff is pretty funny yeah but it just does not does not work here this is like a cory in the house montage it is shameless (laughs) it's trying to like get some weird points across but it's not really organic but it's also, I, it feels like it's like, uh, like for the time, right? Yeah. Like it's just trying to like fill the time in the episode. It definitely does. Cause they use the cookie tripping joke twice. And Ned's is usually pretty good about mm-hmm. like when it is derivative on itself, it's usually with purpose and it's usually not like just a one-to-one, the same joke again. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And like we have, um, like, we even have, like, where Ned's just getting hit over and over and over. Yeah. Um, like, it, there's no um, value in that. Like, it's kind of funny the first time that Loomer does it, but then we get, like, a lot of unnatural characters, like, constantly smacking Wolfie. I also weird. don't like that Wolfie as a mascot has not been established before this. 
No. Well, I mean, we did have the we had the live wolf. That's right. We had the live wolf, but mm-hmm. you know, this this is something different. This is Wolfie. He has a very clear history at this school, but we were here all last semester. We didn't see that. No. Um yeah, it is that I agree. That is kind of disappointing. Um here. Oh, hold on. Let me try this. I'm trying to um sorry, Ren. This is like a, a technical thing. What's going on? Our so our stream froze. First of all, I don't know if the audio is still there. Ooh. Um, and then second of all, I can't because I, I can't get our meeting back, Ren. What do you mean? Like I can't uh there's no way for me to pull up like the meeting controls at all. So what what can't you do right now? I can't I can close out a zoom, but that'll shut it all down. Okay. Um there is audio according to Nicole. Oh, return to meeting. I'm screen sharing. Oh, here we go. Return to meeting. What am I screen sharing? Ren. What? Uh hold on. Oh, oh, ooh. Hold on. All right, you stopped sharing. I stopped sharing. Yeah, you're not sh- or yeah, you're not sharing anymore, I don't think. Is it just my stream that froze? Oh yeah, okay. Maybe it was just my stream that froze. Okay, I'll slowly regain power, Ren. What? I said I'll slowly regain power. Okay. Um. Okay. Ren, where were we? Should we put up the picture of that pep rally in the meantime? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna okay. do that because I I don't know if uh, I I don't I think Club Penguin could just be too powerful. It's taken too much. It's taking too much of a toll on the stream. Yeah. It's been been a little bit too much. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna do that on my secondary screen now, and then that way we don't need to worry about it um, being an issue. Ren, what did you think of Club Penguin? Would you go back? I am. I'm currently racing right now. I've been racing people the whole time. Have you been winning? I have been winning. Wow. So like after we're done this, you might go back. No, I don't think so. I don't think I'll go back and play with these children again. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's been it yeah um, one and done deal yeah that's i feel like you've gotten your mileage out of it and that's what's important i got my money's worth you know i got mm-hmm. my club penguin premium your, C- your cp premium <laughs> memberships used to be pretty expensive on club penguin Ren. i remember when we got liana a membership for Oh or yeah, she, like winning. I don't a, remember how, but she we she won a membership. It was a costume party. We did a um. She won a. <laughs> she won a costume party, and as a result, we uh, we gave her a club penguin membership, which I have a feeling she maybe never used. I wouldn't doubt it. But I feel like I would use it. Do you feel like you'd get a lot of use out of it? Um, like everyday I'm, use. No. No, I don't think so. Um, but I mean, I'd go on it like maybe once. Ever like once a week, once a day. Um, just once. I can probably are get you, a are you having there. trouble finding the pep rally photo? No, I got the picture. Okay, I got the picture. I'm closed out of there. My Zoom still. Um, if I close out of that, what happens? What's going on with your Zoom? My Zoom doesn't want to show me my meeting, Ren. 
we're like uh we're trapped in this strange abyss <laughs> are we still we're, loud we're still loud i mean we're live like but it's just our uh flashes back and forth between our names red this is a disaster <laughs> this is worse than the time the wheel cut out <laughs> um this what is what do? Like, do you think that this is what people pay for though like our on our patreon like this is yeah like our top tier patreon like this is the time like they like the behind the scenes of like this is a disaster for podcasts bryce we're only at two people watching now i know we were at like four losing club penguin people were here for club penguin <laughs> if Uh-oh. we can get the pep rally back in i think i think the people will come flooding back in well yeah uh i agree i don't i don't disagree but it's uh if i quit zoom ran it's all over that's the concerning part there has to be another like okay why I don't, don't i do you see this i'm gonna type a message in the chat does that do anything no no my zoom screen is literally a white screen right now damn it yeah and it's on like uh on my like good computer too which does not this has never happened so what do we do here do we well, just have to push ahead i mean yeah we could push ahead for sure all right for um you. And, um, I guess, do you have sharing ability? Uh, I think so. Let me see, um... Host disabled participant share screen. Ah, that's a big mistake on my part. <laughs> Damn. A mistake. I disabled it. Well, hold on. Uh, I might be able to change it from... Ow. Well, because I can see, like, the regular, like, uh, Zoom settings. So let me see. Are you on a laptop or a Mac? No, I'm on I'm on my like my desktop. Okay. Like on my my PC. Uh oh no. No, that's uh hold on. Ren, I'm gonna I got this. Okay. I got this, don't you worry. Uh okay, yeah. Oh yeah, let's open that meeting. You got it? Uh, so now I'm... Oh! Ren? Yeah? Okay. What's up? Okay. Did you... I've, I've been... Uh, I'm coming in on my laptop, but it just told me I would signed out on my desktop. <laughs> it says you're connecting to audio current. Oh, you're connected. One of you is muted. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right, uh, do you have control go. again? Um, I will second but also what i'm gonna do this is gonna just make things easier i think uh is i'm going to share there we go okay all right so we have this going for us and uh ren the last thing i need from you is i ah no i think it's too risky i i was like i think i can close it on my desktop let's not play with fire bryce yeah <laughs> um but okay but right now you can see this yeah i can see the pep rally okay sounds good this worked out it worked out this worked out you know this all worked like the, out for the best this was uh this was how things this is the best it could go this was this is how tonight was supposed to be okay when you and i said let's do a show at 10 o'clock as club penguin freezes oh my god it's almost 11 Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. All right. 
we were talking about the montage when we got sidetracked, right? Bryce? Oh god, you muted yourselves. Alright. Uh, we were talking about the montage last time we got sidetracked. And now, you know, n the kids. It's time for the pep rally. The kids, they gotta put on the big show. Uh, Bryce, where'd you go? <laughs> Hello? Are you speaking? No. One of you is unmuted, but I don't hear anything. Alright, I'm gonna have to do both parts. Okay. Oh, I can hear some tapping. Well, well you, you can you, you can, can hear, hear some, some terrible, terrible quality, quality now. I can, I can tell, tell you that, that much. much. <laughs> it sounds like there are two of you. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. What happened? <laughs> What's happening, Bryce? <laughs> I've, I've, I've been, been cloned. cloned. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Can you fix this? What happened? I, I have, have two, two Zoom, Zoom sessions. <laughs> so bad. And you can't mute one of them? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna close, close one. Open, open this. What's, What's happening, happening here? here? <laughs> so, uh, my, my, my desktop, desktop now is just the pepperelli picture. <laughs> Nothing else. I can't, I can't click, click on, on anything. <laughs> And it's, it's the, the low-res low version that, that, that like, is, is here. <laughs> so you can't even, like, mute one of yourself? I, I, I can't. I can do it on my... my... Well, hold, hold on. on. Uh, uh, if, if I, I do, do it here, here, can you still hear me? Oh, I can... Okay, I can hear you. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, so we're not gonna mess with fire anymore. <laughs> this is it. All right. This is the perfect way to do this. Can you bring back Double Bryce later, though? Like, in the in the middle of the second segment without warning? Sorry, Sorry what? what? Alright, perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. And it's, like, the wild part is that, like, Facebook's keeping up with this, right? I know, it kept <laughs> all of this. Okay. Um, Ren. Yeah. You want to talk Neds? Uh, yeah, these kids, they're gonna put on a pe little pepper alley for us. Yeah, so uh, they finally get to the pep rally, Ren. And once they're there, um, we're going to have, you know, the pep rally play out as we're expecting it to, um, where Mitzi's going to, like, do their thing. And they're going to... Um, Ned, no one's going to clap for them. Yeah, they, everyone hates the cheerleaders. No one the likes the cheerleaders. They're the uh, they're the social pariahs. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then, as a result of that, they are going to um, get wolfed off the stage. Yeah, Ned starts chanting "Go Missy," and then he like dances her out of the room and locks her out. Mm -hmm. I like this sequence only took like eight seconds, if that, but I thought it was painfully long and horribly unfunny. It was also weird because, like, in real life, like, I know Ned's is a cartoon show and, and yeah. like, with live action, but, like, uh, where were the adults here? They were in the back of the bleachers. Who just watched Missy get wolfed off stage uh, and corralled out the door and then locked away and then all the kids cheer. They don't like Missy either. <laughs> okay. Durga watched. I feel like Durga likes Mitzi. 
Durga likes like the punishment of children, as the episode established. Yeah. Okay. So she, she's fine with it. <laughs> One less child to be in her gym class. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that's gonna happen, and then there's gonna be uh. The crowd's going to go wild, but there's one kid, Red, that, like, stuck out to me in the audience who we learned he's in math math team, but he, like, doesn't want to be there. Tell me more about him. So I don't know if, like, he, like, his, like, parents signed him up for, like, to be on meds and he just, like, didn't want to do it and then was forced out on stage. His parents signed him up for Nickelodeon. <laughs> Is that It's like a summer camp, isn't it? I don't want to be a Nick Kids. Yeah. I want to be on Disney. Um, And so, no. So, like, while everyone around him is, like, cheering and smiling, like, the main core group from Ned's is around him. He's, like, front and center, and he's not having it. I got to send you a picture at one point, Ren. I mean, a picture. Yeah, so you know who I'm talking about. Um, But so, Mose is going to get up there. She's going to give her speech. She's going to be, like, we're all wolves. Like, shout out to the wolves who are always in the stands and everyone's like, Oh, that's us. We're the wolves who are always in the stands. Mm-hmm. I don't like, that's my thing about pep rallies. And like, maybe like, I, I don't like sports much yeah. as is like, let alone high school sports, but like, do I like, I don't, as a fan, I don't need praise to be a fan. So like, I didn't really get what this episode was trying to say. I don't know. Like the pep rallies in general aren't for me. I don't like the idea of school spirit. Mm-hmm. It's just it's weird to me, you know. Yeah, if it's your fucking school, you don't need the spirit. Yeah, it's like, work, it's like having work spirit. Like, come on, it is. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's uh, it does. It feels really like uh, it's that idea of like, oh, we're all a family. But it's like, yeah, eh. it's like no, like I'm, I'm never gonna speak to you, any of you, once you graduate. <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it feels really weird. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at this pepperelli picture. Um, having fun. As I say, this look as I'm say, saying it looks really weird. Um, but no, like pepperellis are very strange as a concept. Um, Mose recognizes all the different groups that wouldn't normally be recognized at a pepperelli. So like the math team, the chess team, the drama club. Uh, she do, does sewing club, and then Crony gets very excited. I like that. Yeah. Um, no one really likes this. Well, people like that part of the speech, and then she says her line about uh, whatever it is. You're going to like it when we come out and spike it. And then she uh, woos, which is a thing throughout the whole episode. The yeah, woos. it's a little bit. Yeah, the and then they all cheer. Woos, the first two woos had graphics with them. <laughs> Whoa. Woos are just moves, but upside down. That's what I always say. It's a good way of looking at them. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's time, Ren, for Extreme Cookie slam a ding dong That's right. He's gonna break Missy's neck. <laughs> <laughs> Does the crowd applaud? They must, right? When he lands on top of her. I think we probably get, like, a, a scene transition. Mm-hmm. But I like to think they clapped and they cheered. Yeah, and Durga, Durga gave Cookie a high five. Durga loved it most of all. So, um... <laughs> yeah, Cookie, um, the, we haven't mentioned his recurring thing is that people keep commenting on his cape being too long and he keeps tripping over it. So who would have thought, Ren, 
that he's going to go to jump off of Gordy's trampoline and trip on his cape and then go flying and land on Mitzi. Not a surprise. Super Cookie strikes me as like a, we don't have any ideas for Cookie this week. Kind yeah. of plot. Yeah, so let's make, him, let's make him be the cause of Missy getting physically harmed. <laughs> um, justice. justice. Finally, Justice. This episode's a little bit vindictive when you think about it, with uh, Missy in one bite. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is, it's very much so, like, gotta get back at the kids who bother us I don't. I don't mind one bite. One bite had it coming. Yeah, yeah, he does. But I'm, I feel like that one's a little bit justified. But with Missy, you know, she didn't need to have her neck broken to learn Mm-mm. this lesson. Um, and so then there's gonna be one um, still like super uh, unenthusiastic kid through this all. He's still there, Ren. He drove me nuts this whole time. Uh, and then lastly, Ren, we're gonna uh, end this episode with. Um, Ned, well, okay, so Cookie is gonna do it again. Yeah, and this time he lands outside the school like Gordy did. Yeah, but he, he lands on his feet. Yes, which is strange. And so, is it a success? He lived. Sure, I mean, technically, maybe Gordy lived too, but we don't see him. What'd at you all. call uh, Evil Can Evil Danger Daniel? Danger Daniel. <laughs> Danger Daniel. Yeah, I mean, that's all he was looking to do with his stunts. Just live. Yeah. <laughs> he survived it was good enough. Yeah, so, like, Cookie does that, and then um, Ned's gonna pitch, like, oh, so you want to have a fun pep rally? Here are my ideas. I really didn't think we were gonna get tips. Yeah, so he gives us some tips about, like, how to have a fun pep rally, but this drove me insane because this is him saying this, but he's literally, like, these are ripped straight out of Martin Squirrely's 101 book. So, Ned plagiarizes. Ned plagiarizes these tips. These are not Ned's tips. This is Martin Squirrely's Pep Rally Survival Guide. I bet he's going on Yahoo Answers, asking, like, questions for what to do mm-hmm. in school, and just writing down all of the responses as tips. Rent, if Yahoo Answers was, like, up and running now, it would be our main form of advertising. Tip 104YA. Use Yahoo Answers to advertise your podcast. Yeah. We would like, I feel like we would post in like all the different sections and we would just be like, what's a good podcast? And then you could chime in and be like, have you heard of Bryce and Ren and Ned's Declassified? We should look into like uh, chat rooms. Like, like old- uh, should we go on? Um, you, know, uh, you know those old AOL chat rooms? Okay, yeah. I was thinking of the one that uh, inappropriate pictures and videos come up on. Oh, to catch a predator? No, 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 no. Omegle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ren, you and I should advertise on to catch a predator. No, we'll, we'll like, catch the predators. Oh, well, this is... We'll finish with the pants and started. Yeah. Yeah, we'll... No. <laughs> we'd be absolutely useless. <laughs> you think we'd be useless? I think we could be a good team. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, so, Ren, that's our first segment here. You want to look at some of these tips? Yeah, let's look at them. Okay, tip number 135.135. Brainstorming creates great ideas and speeches. Brainstorming creeds great ideas and speeches. Creates. Being from the office. 
creates brainstorming creates great ideas and speeches uh it's so much easier said than done to create a great idea or speech okay like uh, the tip yeah. is just do something great thank you ned thank you for your great tip mm-hmm. b it's a b or d d as in dog as in uh Danger the Daniel? Last letter in Ned's name. Okay. Danger Ned Daniel? is short. It's it's short for uh, Neddy though. Neddy isn't short for Edward. Ned? Yeah. Have we had this discussion already? I'm not doing this. <laughs> His name is not Edward. That's not a situation. It definitely is. Uh no. No, it's not. Ned is an English given name and variant of Ed, sometimes short for Edward. Okay, but that doesn't mean always. Sometimes. Like, your name could be, like, Sean, but doesn't mean that your full name is, like, Jonathan. That's completely different. It's this, the same. This, this is a Bill Williams situation. Or a John Jack. It's very different, Ren. It is the same. Okay. Uh, you're, Let's look at another tip. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, tip number uh, 373.03F, plan fun teacher-student challenges. O3F, F for fun? F for fun. Rent, who would Jenga more? Uh, you or uh, Dennis? Who would Jenga more? Mm-hmm. I think Dennis would suck at Jenga. <laughs> I think he would try to make, like, big moves to impress us or show off. Mm-hmm. He'd just keep tipping the tower. And it'd always be, like, his first move or something, too. Like, oh, watch this. And he grabs the piece right at the bottom and knocks the whole thing down. Have you ever played Jenga with someone who's just terrible at Jenga? I've never played Jenga in my life, Bryce. Oh, you <laughs> should come over sometime. We could play. Yeah, let's do, let's do have a Jenga night. We can record. Maybe maybe our next uh, live show is <laughs> us playing Jenga. And it'll freeze halfway through and so we'll just have to throw up <laughs> a, a, a photograph of a pep rally. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah. And Danvers? What? They have, like, different versions of Dan- of Jenga? No. I mean, they do, yeah. There's, um, there's one called Jenga Boom. What's that? It's like, uh, it has, like, you play the game for, like, three minutes, and then if the tower still stands, it explodes. And whoever's turn it's on, when it explodes, loses. I don't know about that. What do, I mean, it exists. I don't know what's not to know. You know, I, I just don't know, Bryce. I don't know if I agree with that. That's You've never awesome. played Jenga, so I don't think you have an opinion. I can't. I, I have an observer's opinion. Do you know the plot of Jenga? It's uh, it's like the, it's an adaptation of the biblical Tower of Babylon, right? Man I think so. Yeah. The tower, and then God strikes it down, and to condemn their hubris, then that's how we all got different languages. Is there a um? Are there other versions of uh the Tower of Babylon, like Tower of Babylon Boom? Let's uh, let's see. Tower of Babel Boom. Yeah. I'm uh No, I'm not getting anything. I, you yeah, think we could, I'm like, not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, we could yeah. <laughs> we could make a Tower of Babel Boom. <laughs> yeah, we could we'll call Babylon tomorrow. Like uh we'll get a bunch of construction workers to build it, but in three hours it explodes on them. <laughs> they have to <laughs> build it as fast as they can. And then whoever's, they take turns building floors, and whoever's floor it is, when it's their turn, they lose the game. I'm going to get paid for that day. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I feel like that's season two of Squid Game. I haven't seen Squid Game Jenga. yet. Okay. Have you, do you like it? I mean, it's six episodes or something like that. It was good. All right. Yeah, maybe eight, and there might be eight. I like I like death games as a concept. I think that's fun. Yeah, like Hunger Games and stuff. I was thinking more Battle Royale. Um. Yeah. I mean, Battle Royale. It's based on Hunger Games. So. Well, other way around. Yeah. Like you know. Uh. Well. Okay. Uh. Fortnite is the original, which is uh. uh Fortnite, Battle Royale, mm-hmm. Hunger Games, yeah. Squid Games, Squid Games, Bryce and Ren. Ren. Oh no. <laughs> Um, all right. Tip number 577.hc giveaway donated prizes for a big half caught half court shot. HG or HC? HC, half court. court. There we go. Yep. Uh, Like, I guess it makes sense. This is a weird tip. Like, how many of us are going to be like, how many business owners are watching Ned's and are going to have the opportunity to, like, oh, all right. The local high court shot. Mm hmm. Listen, if I had a spaghetti company, I would I would support this. You would do this for uh, local the high school you went to. I would. So if I owned a spaghetti company, I would reach out to my local high school, and I would say, "Hey, local high school, I would like to do. I would like to uh, donate to your pep rally uh, pieces of spaghetti. Where whoever, pieces? what pieces pieces, like how many pieces." per spaghetti so that's the game okay okay so if people uh have to um one person says a number from the audience this is before they know about the spaghetti right so it's like okay. hey ren pick a number between one and five thousand all right i'm gonna go with 1846 okay so then um that many pieces of spaghetti long is the distance that you have to shoot the basketball okay so i have so i got that many spaghetti longs yeah and so to measure it you uh each person everyone's in a line and then you take a piece of spaghetti out of the spaghetti bucket that i provide and then you lay it out from you start at the the basket obviously and then each person puts it down and then they just keep going it's like a team building thing until they've laid out all the pieces of spaghetti and then they can nominate whoever they want to take the shot so what's the uh, exchange rate between a spaghetti long and a foot? Like a 12 inches? Well, and with my spaghetti company, it's gonna, uh, each spaghetti equals eight and a half. Like eight and a half feet? It's just eight and a half. All right. So it's gonna, it's gonna vary. All right. It's All gonna right. vary. Eight and a half. Sometimes it's centimeters. Sometimes it's uh, diameter. So it's like a round spaghetti. And other times it's, um, you know, gonna be uh, miles. Should we call up the old spaghetti factory and get them on? For on right now? Segment? Yeah. So why would we need them on? Like whoever's working at the old spaghetti factory right now? Like Ragu? You want to call it like the Ragu customer service line? Let's <laughs> get Ragu customer service. <laughs> no, we're not doing that, right? <laughs> um, I don't think they have one. Oh, they do? Yeah, of course they do. They're a company. <laughs> I mean, Ragu, they're sauces. You know, trust the sauce. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to talk? Well, we didn't rate that. Um, sorry, I went on a spaghetti tangent. <laughs> um, do you want to rate that tip? S for spaghetti. Yeah, let's give it an our first S. First stop, dude. Let's give it our first S. Our first spaghetti tier <laughs> tip. 
<laughs> okay. Um, our next segment, Rand, is going to be about lunch. All right. All right. Um, I was so I was telling Jenna, and so it's interesting the themes that they enter that they bring into this segment. Um, so in my classes, I'm a uh, currently uh, in grad school for adjustment counseling um, within schools, and so in my classes, in almost every single class, the topic of lunch comes up. Yeah. Um, at schools, be it for social dynamics like social struggles. Um, a lot of like issues of diversity pop up within the lunchroom, um, socioeconomic status um, come up, like uh, if uh, people have, like are bringing lunch or have to buy a lunch, like all those things can be really like triggering or difficult for certain kids. So it's interesting that Ned's decides to do, like to kind of try to breach those subjects. Um, in this segment no really really it's just the the Susie and Lisa Zemo storyline that I was um on my mind the whole time Mm -hmm. as I watched this well it's the most interesting part of the episode oh it definitely is yeah it's Um, uh mm -hmm. you're definitely right about how lunchrooms are a unique ecosystem yeah I think Ned's being Ned's it wants to play up the cartoon of it all more than actual commentary mm-hmm. with the whole Susie thing being more a I feel like Susie's like it's it's interesting that they choose to comment on that at all but I definitely feel like Susie's uh, lunch program plot line it definitely comes from a place of okay she's gonna be around this season as like a sympathetic character so we need to sympathize her mm-hmm. yeah yep um and so then as a result um uh, we're going to start this off, Ren, with Moe's asking Susie to have lunch. And Susie's going to, she's like, uh, I have to skip. I have to do, like, catch up on my science homework. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that right there is like, oh, something's up with Susie in this episode. Um, but even, like, the way it's presented, I was like, oh, and it's like, I don't know. It seem, It seems like there's a little bit of, like, a hint of seriousness to whatever's going on with Susie. And there definitely is, because there's yeah. that scene later in the episode where uh, Mose is telling Susie that her dad was... Not to, like, spoil ahead, but... Yeah. Mose is telling Susie that her dad was, like, in between jobs, so she had to be on the lunch program. Mm-hmm. And, like, the only joke in that sequence is the very, very end, where it's revealed that one bite ate Mose's extra sandwich. Yes. Everything else in that scene is completely serious. Mm-hmm. There's no music. There are no silly sound effects. We even get like a slow zoom and like focus on Moses' face completely. Yeah. And like my, my question, and that's fine. We can kind of like jump, jump around with this because to me, like this was the piece that stuck out to me most in the episode and kind of lives on its own as well. Agreed. Um, is So essentially what it is, is Susie, um, we learned that Lisa Zemo is participating in like a lunch program where um, students whose families are having like maybe a harder time financially are able to work in the cafeteria um, for then free lunch that day, which mind you is not, um, not a program that should exist. Um, it should be, the, the kids shouldn't have to be doing work um, to be getting food. Um, yeah, the coal mine program. Yeah, it's <laughs> of the mines at recess and then they get a free lunch. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it does, you know, isn't really the best program, but it's like what the show gives us to work with. 
Um, in high school, mm-hmm. uh, they had a similar program like this, but it wasn't like a work program. It was just a uh, like I think your parents had to submit like a like income thing, and then depending on how much you made, you got mm-hmm. a you got free lunch for the year. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, something like, like financial hardship program. That's what they're called. Yeah, something and something like that is totally more. Um, like more actually how something like this presents in schools um versus school is making you work for lunch it's not a real financial hardship program correct yeah um it makes me think more so of like (laughs) these writers were thinking about like oh what is that schools do again and someone was like uh oh you mean like a work study in college and they're like oh yeah yeah like elementary schools and middle schools totally do work study ned ta's next season (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah um so lisa zemo is going to she's going to be the kind of like the face of the lunch program yeah for most of this episode um she's going to be helping out in the lunch room um we'll see her uh, the different days during lunch and missy from the previous segment she's back she's being rude as all get out um to to Lisa Zemo by like spilling she like at one point sticks her straw in her drink sucks it up takes the straw out and then spits it onto the table yeah that's like that's so cruel so Lisa Zemo so she can call Lisa Zemo over to clean it up just like uh it's it's such a she's such a weird character because like even Bitsy had a bit more nuance than this horrible he was like very mean and like your stereotypical bully but she still felt like a little bit more real than this. Oh, straight up. So rude. So, so rude. Um, and so then we'll have. Um, so like that's that scene happens. We get um, Missy just like in general, we see like being very rude um, to Lisa Zemo throughout. Uh, and at one point, Susie. Uh, what what is uh hold on i'm kind of because we're skipping around i'm trying to pull up exactly what she says but um yeah so at one point like Susie recognizes in front of missy and lisa zemo that oh lunch program kids can only work three times a week for 20 minutes oh yeah Um, like uh missy makes a weird comment about mm -hmm. lisa always working and then Susie's just like oh no they can only work three days 20 minutes each shift (laughs) <laughs> and it's so like weird like did, if if someone like asks or like incorrectly says something does your brain automatically go to the correct information like a robot and you yeah. just like fill it out spit it out and this is a secret you've been desperately trying to keep she couldn't control herself yeah so immediately she says that and it's like oh like how would she possibly know that right um and then finally, Mo, that's when Moe's confronts Susie and is like, hey, like we already talked about that scene. Um, and yeah, so my, I've had to give all that background just because I wanted to ask you, Ren, what did you think of that scene? Like, did Ned pull it off? Did Ned pull it off? Yeah. Was it heartfelt? <clears throat> the big problem is that Ned's is a Nickelodeon show, which means it cannot be sincerely serious. Mm-hmm. Like it has to undercut the drama with a joke, and that's okay, and that can work. Like that's something The Office and Scrubs do very often, and they're very they still manage to strike a good balance of drama and comedy. Yeah, like Nickelodeon, that's a different beast. You're not allowed to like really let the drama sit unless it's in the most serious of situations. Mm-hmm. But I think 
pairing Susie's plot line, which is probably the most dramatic and serious thing Ned's has tackled, with One Bite, which is one of the goofiest and just, like, unrelatable things that's happened. It's a... It's it's Ned's, like, two identities clashing. There's the grounded school life and, like, the fantastical cartoon, but they're Mm -hmm. taken to extremes for, like, the first time in a segment where they're both extreme. Yeah. And I don't think it works. It does not work for me. I like the Susie bit, Mm -hmm. but... And, like, I like the... I kind of like the One Bite stuff independently, but together in the same segment thumbs down don't like it yeah yeah and it's like um when it comes to this scene like i thought it was what i liked was mo's opening up mm-hmm. i feel like we haven't gotten to see a lot of mo's actually opening up um but it yeah that it being ending with that like the one bite sandwich piece where it's like oh one bite still ate my sandwich no it was like kind of weak so uh, but then yeah i don't know i just feel like uh characters like one bite who are conceptually very easy to get around Mm -hmm. suddenly no one wants to be confrontational or say anything Mm -hmm. so so you know one bite's never like confronted directly in the episode like, the conflict is one bite eats everyone's food, but, you know, no one stops to tell him, no, don't eat my food. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. I, I, like, I get the point. I get that's the point of annoying characters like these. Yeah. But I just can't help but, like, every time I watch a show and there's an episode and the annoying character is never confronted, I just... Why? Just, like, have one character do it. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that someone fought to do it. And, you know, it doesn't have to work. But I mean, like they they kind of confront. Not really. Spray with water. <laughs> well, that's not the same thing as uh, you know, saying like, no, don't eat my uh, extra ham, like, super triple ducker, yeah, super deluxe triple decker extreme ham sandwich with extra ham. Mm-hmm. Though I do like the concept of a character like one bite, someone who takes a bite so big it just devours your food. Yeah, so who would win uh, in a fight? One bite or the juicer? One bite or the juicer? Yeah. One bite would leave the juicer nothing to really juice. Yeah. You just eat it. It's really a matter of who gets to whatever their whatever their eyes are set on first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and then once they get there, they just do their thing. It, take- I feel like one bite is more appreciable as, like, a kind of monster figure than a student. Like, if he was, like, a creature, like a like a Gorgon. Like a Gorgon? Like, from Small Soldiers? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, a, the Gorgons <laughs> from, from myth. From mythology, Medusas. I'm talking about uh, the movie Small Soldiers. That's, like, what the good guys are called. They're the called Gorgons. Gorgons? Yeah. You ever see Small Soldiers? Oh, God, I looked at the poster. Yeah, I saw this one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, everyone did. Anyone who's a kid that grew up in the 90s saw that movie. Wow, this movie freaked me out as a kid, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about it. Toy Story Gone Wrong. Messed up movie. They're um, called Gorgons? They're called Gorgons, the good guys. Gorgonites, wow. Mm-hmm. All right, no, I mean like uh, the Medusa heads. 
Okay. I don't. Um. Okay. You, you don't know. You don't know a lot about Medusa. No, I saw uh Percy Jackson. So uh, the Percy Jack, he's like a Poseidon's son, right? Yeah, he's the son of Poseidon. He's a half blood. Uh, that's what I got. Medusa has snake hair. Yeah, I mean, I know her. She can make people into rocks. Yeah, you look at her. Hmm. Um, okay, Red. <laughs> yeah, what's up? So we can talk about one bite. Before I do so, um, I just want to be very clear with you. There is a chance that this episode will not exist. What do you mean? So as you know, um, when I opened up Zoom on my other computer, I was signed out. No, no, um, no, no. And no. so somehow I'm still <laughs> recording on my desktop. Like I'm still like the audio is still coming through my desktop. Um, but I am not signed into Zoom. And so when I just signed back in and it okay. said a recording was not converted, you can also convert the recording in meetings point and then an arrow and recorded. Um, so what, what, what does this potentially mean? Well, I mean, like, this could be a lost episode. This could be a lost episode? Yeah. What do we do if we lose it? Do we re-record it? I mean... Do, do we? I would think... Okay, okay wait a second, wait a second. Okay. So, I mean, it's like, I think we're still live on Facebook, right? Yeah, so, one scenario. If you lose the Zoom audio, can't you just take the audio from our Facebook video? Yeah, there's a way. Okay. All right. So this, okay. Okay. Yeah, not it's not like a complete lost episode, but like, you know, there's a like, chance. A little bit lost. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, I, I looked at the comments. Jacob's been here the whole time, which is incredible. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, I'm so, so sorry that... A, all of this has happened, and I'm even more sorry that <laughs> I haven't had my comments pulled up because uh, I had to switch over to my other computer. I bet um, he's but I hope that he's, I hope you're loving this. I think this is one of our most interesting podcasts yet. Yeah. Uh, if this um, uh, podcast were a emoji, random, what, what emoji would it be? What emoji? Mm-hmm. It would yeah. be like a, a bald, the bald Dracula. The bald. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Because it's gone on too long and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We're well, having fun. <laughs> um, I was gonna say the quality wouldn't be great. That's true, Jacob. Uh, I would say if this if this podcast were emoji, let me just refresh my mind on what some of the good emojis are, Ren. I would uh, say Stewart was the shit one in the movie. Who? Patrick Stewart. He played the poop emoji in the emoji. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. I would say that it's. It looks like there's a sewing needle. A sewing needle. Yeah, I would say that it's. Um, that this podcast would be the sewing needle, Ren. The sewing be- needle of podcasts. Yeah, because but it's um this this sewing needle isn't attached to anything. So it's like uh like we're trying to like weave together something. Um, but we forgot to like attach the the string. <laughs> so there's also like a balloon animal now. A balloon animal? Yeah, I don't know if that's what it is. I'm gonna put it in the uh uh maybe it's an organ. What am I looking at, Ren? 
Bryce, I don't think there's a bald Dracula emoji. I think I made that up. Yeah, I'll put it in the comments, the emoji I'm looking at, that I think could be a... Uh, could be a set of organs. So, okay, uh, let's talk about one bite. If you... If there was... Okay, if you got one bite at school, what would happen? What would you do? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, if I got one bite at school... Like, if he one-bited, like, like so say I'm at Leslie, and, like, he one-bites my leg? Like, let's say you're at Char- you're at Leslie, you're at Charlie's Kitchen, you order some chicken tenders. Yeah. One bite comes up and says, oh my god, those chicken tenders look delicious. It's mm-hmm. a masterpiece. Can I please just have one bite? Yeah. He eats, all- he eats, like, five or six chicken tenders in a bite. What do you do? So, first of all, I'm amazed that I got five or six chicken fingers from Charlie's, <laughs> when I feel like the standard was three. It's there. It's a surplus. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, I don't know. I would just probably reorder more. You would, and you would just let him eat your chicken fingers. You, I mean, you yeah. Let's be honest. Like, it's not that big of a loss to begin with. Those chicken but fingers. It's about the principle. You almost just... found like a staple in one of them at one point. It's not about the staples you do or don't find at Charlie's yeah. Kitchen. It's about <laughs> one by eating. It. <laughs> Do you think that's what they were going for? They, tra- <laughs> they were trying to catch uh, one bite in the act at Charlie's. And so that's why they've been putting staples in the food. I mean, it's the same premise uh, Ned uses to poison one bite at the end of the episode. It is. Yeah, so one bite is this this character, like you said. He just eats everything in one bite. Um, we see him just wreaking havoc the whole episode by eating uh people's lunches ned has this like delicious sandwich at the beginning that one bite eat takes a giant bite out of he at one point like my favorite one bite piece ren is when he lies down at the end of a table and like flips it up <laughs> and everything just piles into his mouth he's it's like a scooby-doo it is yeah um where he just like unhinges his jaw mm-hmm <laughs> Do you think we'll see one bite again? No. Well, they like burned him. Boy right. burned. They do burn his uh his mouth. Yeah, Ned uh so Ned goes to Gordy and is like, "Gordy, help me out." And Gordy's like, "Yeah, let's break into the spice cabinet in the kitchen and make a spicy sandwich in the middle of the night." And I'm assuming this is the teacher's lounge, right? Oh, it I thought it was the teacher's lounge in the dark. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was the cafeteria at night. Oh, that would have made sense. Yeah. So um, they do that. Gordy says this cabinet contains uh, spices like... No, it's... Uh, what every... is it? Let me... I wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote it down too. <clears throat> Hold on. Yeah. He's... Uh... Every spicy food known to man. Yeah. And some only known to dolphins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Classic Gordy classic gordy so they put together the spicy sandwich uh that's a spicy meatball and ned goes to eat it at lunch and he's like one bite's like oh let me try a bite ned's like okay and then he tries it he his mouth literally spits fire yeah his mouth catches on fire smoke is coming out of his ears nose and mouth yeah like he breathes fire at one point Mm -hmm. honestly he had it coming uh question what's up bryce if you breathed fire would your throat hurt 
I would imagine if you breathe fire, mm-hmm. you know how like when you bite a really hot pizza and it burns the roof of your mouth, mm-hmm. it's that uh... feeling from like in your throat, in your whole mouth, like your cheek, uh... your tongue, your teeth, the roof of your mouth. I don't like it. Imagine how painful that'd be. Charred. Charred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we uh? Should we make a GoFundMe for one bite? <laughs> <laughs> One taste bud left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Goes from loving food to probably never wanting to eat again. I wouldn't blame him after... Ned, Ned straight up poisons them. He does. Yeah. Um, and they got this idea, Red, um, because... Okay, so actually, Cookie, in this episode, uh, the lunch lady's here. She's given her bean predictions. Right. Uh, Cookie finds out he's gonna be what? He's gonna uh, black eyes, uh, mashed, soft, charred, crunched, or crushed, and black eyed. Yeah, but it's black eyed, uh, black eyed, creamed, mashed. Yeah, is what Cookie's afraid of. Uh, he gets told he's those things are gonna happen to him. So he shows up to school the next day wearing a, a suit of armor. We have seen him in a suit of armor before, right? I don't think we have. Really? Which is like. Yeah, and is this who Cookie is now? Like, he just does the wacky costumes. I definitely feel like we've seen a suit of armor before in Ned's Declassified, but yeah, this is definitely who Cookie is now. Okay. Like, and it's... It, like, defines him at they, this point. They have, a, they have a costume department. They want to use it. Yeah. They just give him the wackiest costumes and send him on his way. Uh, this I liked this. So he is, like, in the hallway in this night costume. Ned's helping him get around. He's moving very slow. And then uh, it's taco day. So Ned wants to beat the rush. The rush is coming like a stampede. Cookie yells, save yourself. Ned says, okay, and leaves Cookie behind as Cookie gets trampled on. Did you notice the kid who kicks Cookie as he's running yeah. by? It was like, <laughs> honestly, it was one of my favorite bits of the episode. Is what, like this, this knight uh, armor just like on the ground being trampled on. Okay. I love Cookie's uh, night glasses, how they were, like, mm-hmm. outside the helmet instead of under them. Yeah. So <laughs> Cookie's going to do this. He finally makes it to the cafeteria. Uh, he's going to eat lunch from below the table. However, he does bring a cardboard c- c- cutout of himself. I really wish we got more use out of cud- card- cardboard cookie. Well, we kind of... Did you see where else he showed up? When did he show up? So after the, so the kids are in the cafeteria eating their tacos. Um, one bite comes in. They then shove the tacos in their mouths. They eat it really quick because that they get a stomach ache. So they all have to go to the nurse. Cardboard cookie, not cookie. Cardboard cookie is at the nurse's office as well. I don't think I put two and two together. <laughs> with um, cardboard cookies sitting behind them with a thermometer and an ice pack taped to his like forehead. All right. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very good. It was good use of cardboard cookie. Um, and uh, then we also get, so uh, Cookie thinks, okay, I've been, that's like, that's what was going to happen to me. I was creamed and mashed when I, people stampeded me. And then um, it turns out that at the end of the episode, there's like an instant potluck because... I don't know, Cookie, Moe's, and Ned still don't have their lunches because after they send one bite on his way. 
Yeah. Uh, well, because Ned made the lunch to get one bite back, and one bite went through Moses' bag to eat her food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird detail that wasn't really commented on enough. No. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, one bite is, like, no food is safe from one bite, even food in your locker. Uh, one bite is going to eat the sandwich, uh, Ned sandwich. He'll breathe fire. The whole gang gets together. They have an instant potluck in which it's like creamed corn, mashed potato, and some black eyed peas. Cookie's like, oh, that's the prediction coming true. Um, and then Cookie eats the, eats like the peas, which happen to have hot sauce built on it. And then Cookie breathes fire. And uh, it's a happy ending for everyone. We all win. And then Susie and Lisa hose Cookie down, naturally. Pretty lame episode altogether, I think. Um, yeah, I liked One Bite a lot as a concept. Um, I, like, I like the idea of characters like that. Like how they add to the school's mythology. They make it see, you know, I like those kind of living legend figures that yes. the school has. Yes. Do you but, wish uh, that he I wasn't... I, I just wasn't crazy about the story. Do you wish the... One Bite wasn't as dangerous as he is? I, I feel like there could have been a there could have been a way to address this without being so extreme in the cartooniness. Yeah, because, like, if One Bite had been, like, I don't know, like, occasionally eating, um, like, occasionally One Biting, I think it would have been a little bit more interesting instead where we get him One Biting eating literally everything that's in the cafeteria. Like, he's, like, some Lilo and Stitch creation. And, like, if they want to play up the, sh like, he's a shark kind of thing that they were doing early in the episode, mm -hmm. then I think they should have just, like, gone for it. Just done a whole, like, Jaws homage. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, a couple of these tips here, yeah. Ren. We don't need to look at, uh, yeah, there, there's only a couple. So this is uh, tip number 395.75L. Get in line early and buy for friends on popular days. Are you gonna, what kid's going to have enough money to buy for their friends? Uh, yeah, that's, I didn't even think about that. Where, where the hell are your friends? You guys have the same lunch period. Where mm -hmm. are they? Where'd they go? Yeah. And also, like, so Ned in this case bought, like, four or five trays of yeah. tacos. The lunch lady's not asking questions. Like, hey, like, how are you going to carry all that? Like, where are your friends? Like, I know this is the most popular lunch in school, but yeah, you can have five. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. It makes me think of the uh, the Chicken Finger episode. Of Community? Community. Yeah. It's a great episode. It's good. It's a Dog really good one. so hungry for Chicken Fingers. Uh, all right. What about... Um, uh, we see Martin Squirrely back in action here with this tip. Tip number 381.86. If you don't like your lunch, trade it. I like the little stock market scene going on here. Yeah, I don't, um, the whole lunch, I don't know. I feel like entrees can't be traded. Snacks, like, when I was in school, like elementary school, like, we trade snacks. Yeah. No one's trading, like, a sandwich for a sandwich. Yeah, I, I, I don't have much experience with that. Yeah, with just trading in general? No, like, a, trading, like, full meals. Someone, um, true story, in my elementary school, won a car on a Snickers bar, but couldn't like technically win because she's a child right isn't that wild didn't she like give it to her parents no so it's the person who eats the snickers who wins the prize naturally i actually don't know 
like now that I'm saying this out loud, it could have just been like a like she made it up. Snickers law. <laughs> yeah, I think if they had brought it to Snickers, Snickers would have been like, "Hey, who opened this bar?" And they would have been like, "Oh, the child." It's like um, I don't know. The children can't gamble. No, they can't gamble. They uh, they if they like try, their brains shut down. Mm-hmm. Their eyes go white. <laughs> they can't process it. <laughs> Then their mouths uh, get charred just like one bites. Exactly. Don't gamble, kids. Tip number 335.pl. No food, make an instant potluck with friends. Yeah, we talked about that. Should we uh, want to give all these tips D? For uh, D for uh, the last letter in Ned's name? D, D for delicious. For lunch. For... Makes me hungry for chicken fingers. All right, Ren. Um, any, any grades? Any grades? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not do it. Let's not do it? Let's not do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's almost midnight and we've been on this call for almost two hours? Well, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I mean, to be fair... One of the segments was just lunch. Mm-hmm. Ugh. All right. We ha- we, hot damn it. We have to do it, though. But we can do it next week. <laughs> so, yeah, why don't we just next week when we do grades, we'll do, like, we'll take into account, like, well, we'll do what we'll do lunch and then we'll do. So we'll, like, double down on grades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a big, sh- a big shift. Yeah. But I, I think people will be looking, it'll, you know. What's going to happen? You think this was going to build like suspense for the yeah, next Yeah, Cookie's week? mouth is literally on fire. Does that show that Cookie is actually uh, like uh, on fire? On fire? I don't know. Is his um, I don't know, Ryan. It's, it's 1140. Okay. It's okay, man. <laughs> we've, uh, we've had a long night. I literally have. Let me tell you what's on my desktop screen right now. It is <laughs> um, there's that zoomed in picture <laughs> it is the zoom login being blank and then a pop-up that just says a recording was not converted <sighs> so i don't know dude um, i but uh, let's rate the episode okay before you know let's make sure that gets out there what would you rate it? What would I rate it? Let me see what I rated last week. Mm-hmm. Scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I to me this was like middle of the road. This was like a five out of ten. Yeah, I'll go with a five as well. Okay. Yeah, so it's like middle of the road Ned's right now. Five out of ten. Last week was fun. I'm hoping that we get back to Susie and Loomer. Me too. Especially if we're gonna have storylines about Susie. Um, this was great to like give her a little bit more character, have her be part of like it even showed her friendship with like Lisa Zemo of all people. Yeah, I like that. It's a sh- it's a shame it had to be in this episode though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh we'll see if we get any more of that. And otherwise, uh thank you all so much. Um I don't know how closing out of this is gonna go. So this is gonna be a thing, but thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you made it this far or if this existed in an audio format, (laughs) 
Uh, but otherwise, thank you so much. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for joining us for the surprise live. And hopefully next time we do this, we'll be playing Jenga. And um, <laughs> it will go techni- technologically a lot smoother. Yeah. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the Midnight Pep Rally. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. <laughs>